Okay, so <laughs> I, it's I guess it's kind of been a busy week, and I I don't know what I was going to open with. Uh, I, we got okay, nothing. You this know week. what? I, I, I'll, I'll I'll tell you something I was talking with Breton about a couple of weeks back. Um, sorry, did you say no different than any other week? No, I said that we got nothing this week. We're just this yeah, yeah. A two well, minute episode. That's the thing. I was I was gonna like I was gonna joke around how we always like you know after the intro we're usually like oh lots to talk about lots to talk about. And then one of these days just got um we we got one thing to talk about. Uh, that's yeah. it. I, have a good one. See you um, in eight years. Yeah, yeah. So okay, so. When I was in um, grade six, I want to say, no, or I can't even remember now. It was either grade six or seven, or maybe even grade five, I can't even remember. Um, do you remember, like, obviously, uh, I mean, mind you, 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 I mean, maybe they didn't have this in Edmonton, because you, you didn't come to Ontario until, like, what, grade seven or, or something? No, I think grade five was actually... Oh, great! Yeah, the okay. first so, so year. You some, you, yeah. So you did some elementary school in, in Ontario yeah. then. Um, did you ever participate in any kind of like speech writing competition or anything like that? Specifically for speech, like like speech, public speaking kind of thing, or yeah, like they had like every year we had this like speech competition, and then if you won in your elementary school, you go to like the Legion and stuff like that, and then you'd go on I don't know to some national. I mean, I never made it past my school, <laughs> so. Um, but anyway, so that, that was something I don't, I don't know. Like maybe it didn't, I guess it did at your school. I'm sure it did. I'm sure it did. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm just going to say it did. Um, but anyways, one of the, one of the speeches I was most proud about that I ever wrote, um, was this speech that I wrote called the real meanings of sayings and phrases. And it was basically this like speech about how, you know, like little things like I remember talking about like, uh, it was it was almost like a stand up comedy routine, like. But I was like in grade six, and I remember like saying things yeah. like, like, "When people ask you, are you chicken? Uh, they mean, are you like rotisserie or fried?" And then uh, you would respond, "Eat me because you're chicken." Like I was like, I was so proud of how like funny I was, even though very mediocre jokes. Um, I remember my my friend actually convinced me to put an OJ Simpson joke in. Which definitely flew over everybody's head. Wow. Anyways, how how, um, how how like grade five? What year was that? Uh, this was. Uh, you don't have to say. I don't know if you want to date no, yourself. <laughs> no, no, it's okay. It's okay. I just got to calculate it. So, so two thousand one, I was in grade nine. So about ninety five, ninety six. Okay, so so OJ was like was you know not that long before that. Yeah, it was a hot it was topic. Pretty, definitely a hot topic. Yeah. Um, and and so like it was funny because like I I did this big speech and like. The entire crowd was like loving it and they're laughing, you know, and I, again, it was like, but it wasn't based on anything. It wasn't based on fact. It wasn't based on any research. Like, and, and as a result, I didn't win. Like I didn't even come third. Like I didn't even come okay. close to placing anything because <laughs> all the judges were like, oh, we want like meaningful, uh, educational material, right? Stuff like that. Right. <laughs> and so I didn't win anything. Um, yeah. but, but, uh, you know, again, I was pretty proud of it anyway. So, so recently, I started thinking um, about a, a phrase and a saying, and I thought it would. I thought like it kind of made me think of that speech, and that's why the intro of this. So, so you know the saying, um, "What doesn't kill you makes you stronger." Yeah, yeah. And I know I know the intention of the saying, right? I, like, like if something you know hurts you or attempts to kill you, like if if you go bungee jumping and you don't die. You know, like what doesn't kill you will make you braver and stronger and you'll learn from the experience and all. I get it. I understand the saying. I just disagree recently with the wording and the way it's phrased because like they're just saying anything that doesn't kill you makes you stronger. And this is supposed to be some brilliant revelation. But like, like, I mean, come on. I mean, yeah, I know that like working out doesn't kill me and that makes me stronger. Yeah, that's pretty obvious. You know, yeah. eating healthy food doesn't kill me. That makes me stronger. That's pretty obvious. <laughs> so, so my beef is that it's sh- the, the the phrase should be, "What attempts to kill you but doesn't kill you makes you mm. stronger." I think that would right. be a more accurate phrase, but maybe not as catchy. Maybe not as catchy. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I feel I feel that the whole phrase in in general is not it's not very accurate because there's plenty of things that won't kill you, and you're clear, clearly weaker after. Yeah, after. that's the other part. You're right. That's the other right. part, right? It's like some horrible disease yeah. that that leaves you way worse than you were before. But yeah. again, I guess you're supposed yeah. to, I don't know, 
if you survived it, then I don't know. Yeah, you're right. You're right. So yeah. there's a lot of problems with this phrase. I I get it. I don't want I don't want you people writing in and being oh yeah. etc podcast <laughs> so stupid. Good. It's a good song too, right? It's Kelly Clarkson. Oh, song. Kelly, Kelly Clarkson. Clarkson. Yes, exactly. Yeah. It is a good it is a good song. Um, but you know what? I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna be eating my own words here. Somebody's gonna write <laughs> in and 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 just like the aluminium thing. Like I'm gonna flood of emails saying how <laughs> wrong I am on this one. So, all right, welcome to the ETC podcast, your one-stop pod for entertainment, technology, and cars, and all things random. My name is Casey Lee, and sitting across the city from me, as always, is Aaron Sedenkar. It is episode forty-eight, I believe. Hmm. I, I'm 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 like a lot less prepared tonight than I am in other uh, other nights. <laughs> Um, I, I, yeah. Anyways, uh, October twenty first, two thousand twenty, uh, episode forty eight. I'm, I am really enjoying the run that we're go- going on here. Uh, yep. you know, eight episodes straight, getting a decent amount of listeners, getting a decent amount of YouTube views. Um, nothing to write home about, but I, I'm pretty happy with what where things are going. Um, yeah. Hope, yeah, yeah. All right. This, this might be, uh, this might be the end of the streak, depending on how. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> how, how well today today's episode goes but yeah exactly, yeah, this, exactly. Is, this is impressive eight eight weeks that's yeah eight weeks again not not as strong as our top seasons again season one or two again there was there's quite a few but we definitely surpassed a lot of uh, other seasons so um let's get to the news here um and actually like no surprise there is actually a lot to talk about and there's <laughs> a couple things i want to talk about that i that i didn't get to talk about actually in previous episodes um some things that i'm, I'm still relatively excited about a lot of a lot of these things I usually just say, like, you know what, we didn't talk about it. We'll just throw it down to the bottom and never talk about it again. Um, yep. Like the LG wing, I, who cares? It's done. Forget it. Um, uh, but there <laughs> are some know companies that, that oh, Yeah, there you go. Look it up. The LG wing. Very interesting phone. Check it out. But we're not here to talk about that today. Um, <laughs> so, do, okay, do you remember uh, what I consider in my lifetime one of my most, at the time at least, like like in in future spec or however you call it, what's the opposite of retrospect? Um, like if you were in the past and could see into the future, foresight. Yeah, mm-hmm. but you know what? It would be still retrospect because it's still the past of today. So in retrospect, it was actually a good thing. Anyways, okay. Do you remember? <laughs> at the time, I I said this thing. And in retrospect, it actually was not the case. But at the time, I said this was the most frivolous thing I've ever spent my money on. Um, can you, can you, and hmm. you know, keeping in mind this is ETC podcast. Well, mind you, I mean, anything I would purchase, anyways, that's frivolous would be ETC related, anyways. <laughs> um, can you, can you, can you remember what I considered at the time the most frivolous thing I spent my money on? And still, I never had hmm. that feeling since where I bought something, it was really expensive, and I was like, just, just like why am I spending this much money on this like category of device? Um, and How long ago was this? What's the time? This What's was the time frame here. Um, this would have been probably 2013, 2014. Oh, kinda, okay. So this is going back. Hmm. Yeah, kind of, kind of. I'd say in that kind of time frame. I can't even. I can't even guess. Okay. No. I yeah. I I, I will reveal. So it's the Nest, the thermostat. Oh, okay. Yep. Because at the time, I mean, it was it was, I think two hundred and fifty dollars Canadian, maybe three hundred even. Um, right. Which again, right now, it, I mean, it's still expensive. It's it's still I think yeah. around that price. It's like still two hundred something dollars or whatever. But now I think nowadays people are more in tune with you know smart devices, yeah. smart home, Internet of Things, that kind of stuff. Um, at the time, I was like, why am I spending two hundred and fifty dollars on a thermostat? Because the yeah. the typical thermostat is what thirty bucks, twenty bucks maybe. Yeah, and and you, know? and you had one. Like most people have one already. Yeah, right? exactly, exactly. Yeah. Um, and so at the time, I was like, "This this is the most ridiculous thing I've ever bought." And but now, I mean, obviously, I think it's one of the best things I've ever bought. Actually, it's 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 a great device. Um, but I don't know if you heard, but a couple of weeks ago, Google actually announced uh, cheaper Nest thermostats. Um, okay. So these are, I think, and I, I don't even know what the price is, but they are they are a lot cheaper. And contrary to, I don't know if you remember, they released kind of like this plastic-looking nest a couple, like a year, a couple of years ago. Yeah, it was uh, like white or gray. Yeah, or exactly. Something. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, and it was like kind of the cheaper entry-level yep. kind of nest to get right. So these new ones, though, because uh, so, for so that one, for example, I thought looked ugly. It was terrible. I, I'm sorry, it wasn't terrible, but it just it 
it, it was worth almost spending the extra money to get the fancier looking Ness. And that's one of yeah. the big things about Ness, right? It looks so nice, right? The plastic one does kind of look like a like an old thermostat or whatever, right? Mm. So they have released a new set of thermostats that look gorgeous and mm. are cheaper. Uh, again, I have no idea okay. how much they cost. Um, they've gotten rid of the turn dial. It's now like a kind of touch on the edge uh, kind of thing. Okay. Um, mm. So yeah, anyways, check out the new Nest thermostats. Mm. Uh, they look great. Uh, and if you don't have a smart thermostat... Yeah. Uh, I tell you, when you're lying in bed and you're cold or you're hot and you can just reach over to your phone and change the temperature, like, you know, it's the way to go. Yeah. So, Yeah, Nest is, uh, I mean, yeah, like Nest has been interesting, I guess, since they, they got bought by Google. I, I don't know how you feel about it, but, you know, especially with that, you know, that first generation uh, thermostat that came out, right? Like yeah, at yeah. the time, it was like, whoa, this is, this, is, uh, this is something impressive, right? This is something new, yeah. uh, not just from... Obviously, I can control my heating and cooling from a smartphone, which was kind of novel. Um, but just the the design of the actual device, right? I think was, yeah. was pretty crazy at the time thinking about it. Because like, yeah, 2012 or something, 2013 back back then. Um, but I don't know about you, but like, I, I, I feel like at that point, like there's all these things you were kind of hoping Nest would, would produce. Because if they could, I know. Yeah, we, if they yeah, could we make a thermostat, before. right? Um, yeah. Think of all the other crazy things that you'd love for them to make around your house, but yeah, I don't know what happened. I think I think um, yeah, I don't know if it was just you know the fact that they got bought by Google and and you know that has obviously changed their their plans and things like that. But yeah, you know as much as it's great that they're making more accessible devices, cheaper thermostats, I feel like yeah, I wish that there's an alternate reality where maybe they didn't get bought by Google and they're making like crazy high end you know home home hardware, home appliances. Yeah, well, it's crazy because like, yeah, we've talked about this, how like, it's so sad actually <laughs> what Nest became yeah. because like, <laughs> you're right. When they came out, they're like, this is going to be the craziest company um, started by the guy, the the one of the fathers of the iPod, right? Yeah. And it's like, yeah. it's like, and then we talked about how Ecobee really pulled forward way better than the Nest thermostat, yeah. right? Like, yeah. like you have an Ecobee, right? And like the Ecobee yeah. is supposed to be like way better than the Nest, and like they did, really didn't innovate on their on their thermostat that much. Yeah. Um, and I think this is in pre being bought by Google. Um, yeah. You know they weren't really advancing much. Um, you know I, I was kind of looking for an excuse to get their CO two detector, but you know mm-hmm. don't really. I mean don't get me wrong. I'm not going to say I'm anti anti CO two detectors, yeah. but like you know you don't. But really you have one, and one. again it the yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you know, it's it just yeah. yeah, it's 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 kind of sad actually what happened to Nest. Um especially cuz yeah. like at the time, you know, this was still at the time when I, I I don't know, I could be wrong, but I feel like at that time, you know, kind of being yeah, these nice polished companies with like nice packaging and nice industrial design and all this was still not, you know, nowadays it's like every box that you buy is gorgeous and every like you know, device <laughs> you buy is like really nice. Yeah. But at the time it was basically Apple. Right. And yep. now Nest comes along and it was great. But then, yeah, then it kind of just kind of fell down the tube. So, yep. um, yeah, you're right. There was a lot of potential. And, and I don't <laughs> not, think I realized this negative, but yeah. 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 Nest, the worst company. No. Um, <laughs> so all good things have to come to an end, obviously. Uh, so we are ending the podcast. No, no, no. We're not ending the podcast. Um, so I don't know if you heard there was an announcement today, but um I, I guess, I guess may, may, my, my, my theory is maybe because of the, the lead star's uh, amazing new musical career. Um, but apparently Fast and the Furious is, is ending. Oh, they, yes. Yeah. They're this. ending the series, right? <laughs> um, but, yeah. but not till film 11, apparently. Yeah. Did you hear that? <laughs> Yeah, it's kind of a weird because yeah, what, what the ones that the one that's coming out is nine, right? Nine, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's kind of like, yeah, they're ending it. But, oh, there's three three more movies that haven't come out yet. Yeah, exactly. Three more movies yeah. that are, uh, yeah, two. Sorry, yeah, I guess the nine hasn't come out yet. And also, yeah. it's kind of a weird number to end on, right? Because like you you usually picture kind of things in threes almost, right? Yeah. So like you know, yeah. but I guess I guess I mean that series was never really like it wasn't separated no. into trilogies or anything like that. Yeah. Um, and also knowing the way that Hollywood goes, 
I'm pretty sure after the eleventh one finishes, like a year later, yeah. there's going to be some reboot, and it's going to be some like <laughs> hyper serious, amped up version of Fast and the Furious or something like that. I, I'd be I'd be completely fine if uh, they just had a spin off uh, based around Han. I'd be yes, I'd be completely yes. okay with did that. You, did you see Hobbs and Shaw? By the way, I still haven't seen Hobbs and Shaw. Uh, yeah, I did. Yeah, is it is it good? Is it decent? I mean, I, how does it compare to the it, Fast and Furious series? I mean, I think in terms of production and you know action and everything it's pretty much on par but i don't know i, I feel like the whole uh the whole thing with the fast and movies is kind of that collective right and you know that that changes from movie to movie and you know um it's not always the same characters but you know even though obviously um some some the, the main characters are constant right yep um I feel like Fast and Furious is not really Fast and Furious without that kind of ensemble and you're, you're so the right. chaos of, of like the, you know a dozen people doing different different things. So, like the highlight I think of the entire series yeah. is when in Fast and Furious Five and Fast Five, when like Dom and 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 Paul Walker are like, "All right, we're gonna need a team. Who do you got?" And like that whole yeah. that whole scene of assembling the team is like the greatest thing ever, yeah. right? So yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, so, film so it's 11, missing that. Yeah. Yeah. So film eleven, I guess. Yeah. It's just it's coming to an end. Um, I I mean, again, I I I am just blown away by what that series became. Right. Like yeah. I remember going to see the fourth one with you in the theaters. No, fifth one. I remember seeing the fifth one with you in the theaters. Actually. Yeah. yeah. Uh, maybe maybe the fourth one as well. I can't remember. Um, but I remember being like, okay, this seems to be getting getting better and, and kind of interesting. And then, and then at one point, Breton kind of saw the first one on TV, and we're like, "Well, why don't we watch them all?" And I, I just couldn't believe how well everything kind yeah. of like fit together and what, yeah. what that series became, right? Yeah, it's so. pretty cool to be, you know, around. And, and again, not not to claim this is the most you know critically acclaimed, <laughs> you know, series of our generation, but it, it is kind of cool to to you know have seen it from the start and, and kind of. Um, seen how something like that kind of grows because um, yeah, I did I did go see the first movie in in theaters and I, yeah, I don't know me too. how old I was at that point, but uh, yeah, it's kind of crazy to kind of think that it's turned into this huge <laughs> Hollywood franchise. Yeah, because like, when it first came out, it was just sort of like this is awesome. They're making a movie about this, right? But yeah, it was like a one off. Like I, like you know, how do they how do they get the money to make a movie about a bunch of street yeah. racers, right? So. Yeah, no, definitely. And and then it just like it, it, I think what's cool about it is how it evolved. And and because and because it wasn't such a tightly knit series. It wasn't like, you know, a, a set trilogy like Matrix or Lord of the Rings and stuff like that. So, so I think like the problem with the Matrix, right, is like 2 and 3 felt very different than 1, even though they're supposed to kind of be a, yeah. a cohesive trilogy. And then like so something like Lord of the Rings, I mean, it's great because it's just all one trilogy. So, but I mean, I mean, they're all great movies and there is a little bit of evolution, but like watching the first and second and third ones, like you're kind of watching the same movie. What was kind of interesting about Fast and the Furious is that it, it really changed like from one to two to three to four. I mean, five, they kind of found, their, I think four and five, they kind of found their stride and then now four, yeah. four to eight and nine are kind of similar. But to get to four, it was like, wow, it was this kind of really yeah. weird yeah. thing. And I was really late to the game. I didn't see two and three for a really long time. Um, so it was kind of cool to kind of go back and see all that kind of come together, right? So... Um, so yeah, All right. 11. Film 11. What, what year is that? <laughs> uh, yeah, good question. Good question. Well, we don't even know when nine is coming out. So God knows yeah. when 10 is starting production. <laughs> 2030. Uh, we'll see. Yeah. Um, a little bit of Disney news. Um, so, uh, soul, have you heard of soul Pixar, Pixar's new movie? I don't even know if that's Disney no. news anymore. I mean, does Disney still own Pixar? I don't even know anymore. As far um, as I know. Yeah. Yeah, they they own they own everything basically now, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so so Soul is the new Pixar movie. Um, uh, obviously, I think was slated for theater release. They have officially announced it is coming out on Disney Plus. And uh, you know, r- right around the same time as reading the news that it turns out Disney Plus now officially has a racist warning label. Um. So okay. yeah. So apparently, what? when you watch Disney Plus, um. <laughs> I don't, I don't know how it comes up, but like things like Dumbo and, you know, old movies where there are old racist oh, stereotypes, there is now some kind of label that okay. says... So it's alongside any of the other warnings around like violence and... 
things like that. It's a good question. I don't even know. I don't even. Huh. I, I pictured it was something that comes up like you start the movie and it's like warning. We uh, apologize for <laughs> our old world views or whatever. Um, that is so, yeah, interesting. They, huh. Yeah, I, I don't know how it comes up at all. I have a feeling what you're saying is more correct though. It's probably yeah, like I a, mean, you know a little warning label on the actual like where they show like you know Dolby Atmos TV 14 yeah. and stuff like that and then like yeah violence yeah okay. uh, right so. Yeah, I mean that makes that makes a lot of like it seems kind of uh just hearing that almost like oh like you know why did it take this long because you know I I've seen I don't know if there's any standards to those warnings but yeah. sometimes they're super specific. There's like a warning about smoking cigarettes sometimes, right? Like yeah, are, yeah, like, right cuz that I, I, mean, I yeah. Yeah. And so again, it, they have all these warnings about everything. It's it is kind of crazy that it took this long if uh you know a movie had obvious racist content or theme themes yeah in it, right but well i mean uh, i'm sure i mean yeah, i'm I sure you heard that they, they got a bunch of flack when disney plus was launched in the first place right as soon as disney plus kind of launched right. everyone was talking about all these old movies and and i mean yeah i i haven't watched these old movies in a while so i don't know how bad it is like i i mean i obviously know the dumbo one but to be honest i haven't seen it since i came became aware of that you know that that uh you know there's there's these race, racist stereotypes around that Mm, um but i guess even things like you know there was complaints about star wars even like episode one i don't know if you remember there were like these two characters they're kind of like aliens in episode one and they were kind of a little bit like goofy and competent like people of the new Mm. republic or something like that and they're asian so i think people were really complaining about that i mean jar jar obviously was a big i was was gonna (laughs) i was gonna say and and you know uh not not that George Lucas is probably not the most, uh, you know, aware uh, because I mean a lot of the, a lot of his characters are, are essentially stereotypes, right? Like yeah, yeah. a lot of his original characters kind of play off stereotypes. But yeah, even those those the first three movies, um, I f- I feel like the you know like the I forget what the character's name is, but you know like the the trade chancellor like the uh, on the on it, on the ship like uh. the. Um, you know, you know, episode one, right? Where where uh, Obi Wan and Qui Gon they they go on the yep. ship, or they sneak on the ship, or something. Yeah. Um. Yep. But anyways, there, there's like the tra- the alien trade counselor person, okay. and has and like has an accent, and I'm like, this this seems like a kind of borderline, you know, like trying to take off like Asian stereotypes kind of character. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. Judge Binks was was there, so yeah, yeah. I'm not not surprised by that. Yeah, you know, it's it's. It is interesting, and, and, and I mean, we were talking about this on the weekend, right? Uh, when we were all, all kind of hanging out about like Bill and Ted, you know, there was definitely yeah, you watch yeah. it, and, and and you do get surprised by it a little bit. You're like, because I mean, I mean, when you grow up watching these things, I mean, like, I mean, let's say Back to the Future, for example, right? Like, whenever you watch Back to the Future, I I don't think there's anything too bad in that or any kind of dated. I, I mean, maybe that's why it's timeless a little bit, right? I mean, obviously the stories and the, mm. the characters and yeah. You know, they talk about the themes or all timers or whatever, but th- there's not, but, but also maybe because we rewatch those so often that we're not super surprised. Like we've almost like, if there is mm-hmm. anything that would be offensive by today's standards, it's like, like at this point we're like, oh yeah, we know we got it. And, and we kind of know that part's coming up or whatever. Whereas like right. Bill and Ted, I haven't watched probably since like early nineties. Yeah. And so when I saw it, I was like, oh, okay, that's, uh, that's pretty <laughs> so, yeah. interesting. Yeah. <laughs> Which is um, not even that long ago, right? So I can, I can imagine, yeah, with Disney, because they have such a large back catalog, right? Yeah, Some of these right? things were made like 30s, 40s, probably, right? Like going, going back. Yeah, I can't. A, maybe not that far back, but maybe like, like or maybe it is that far back. I can't remember. S- Snow White yeah. apparently was the first like animated feature film they made. Um, okay. I don't know when that came out, but yeah, so... Um, yeah so i mean uh yeah that that is uh that's interesting yeah so uh that being said uh yeah there are a bunch of movies coming out uh soul and there's some new movie about some monster or something uh that was just announced uh looks i saw some there's a bunch of trailers that dropped in the last couple days and i don't i don't know what's going i don't know i don't know anything about them but a lot of of good Hmm. stuff like from Uh, disney uh, uh, Disney, yes, but also other things. Yeah. Um, so, okay. I, yeah, definitely, definitely. Y- you know what? I-, I feel like at this point, if you're listening to this podcast, you know the deal. Uh, just, just go research <laughs> stuff yourself. You, you know more than us, probably. You might know more, yes. more than us. Yes, yeah. you definitely yeah. know more than us. <laughs> um, quickly want to mention, uh, there's an interesting series going on right now called Save Our Stages. 
Um, mm. So I don't know if you heard of this, but basically it's a benefit to try to save concert venues. Um, so obviously with the big pandemic, concert venues are really suffering hard. Right. Um, so a couple of days or weeks ago, they put together this kind of music festival, a virtual music festival um, with the likes of Dave Matthews, Jason Mraz, uh, a couple of people. And they kind of set up these people in like the stages, obviously performing to nobody uh, to kind of raise a bunch of money. So I think I think they have like $1.2 million raised at this point, but they are still okay. se- accepting donations. Um, so yeah, if you want to support, you know, live music and concerts and all that stuff, uh, definitely, uh, check out Save Our Stages. Um, and on the, on the topic of music, uh, just really quickly, uh, before we go to break, um, did you know that you can now hum a song in the Google app to search, uh, a song and you can also search by lyrics in Spotify. Okay, cool. Yeah. The uh sorry. <laughs> yeah, right. the, I mean Actually, I'm surprised Spotify doesn't have Shazam ability integrated. Like I feel like that would be they a They don't very, have what? Like a Shazam. I mean, I know Apple acquired Shazam, so I mean yeah. and I mean does, does Shazam have have like some kind of proprietary rights on song recognition or are they just the best at it? I don't think I I, I mean there's more than one app for sure, so I don't I don't think right. I don't think they're the sole kind of uh you know, company that can do that. Um, but yeah, yeah you're yeah. right. I'm, I'm surprised Spotify hasn't kind of uh, picked that up. But um, ly- I mean, yeah, that lyric search is, is, is kind of interesting because, um, you know, there's a lot of times where like you, I just have like a song in my head. And I know the lyrics, but I don't know what the the, the song is. So uh, yeah, I, I can see that being useful. Yeah. No, that, that actually, you know what? That's a lot of the ways I discover new music. A lot of times yeah. I'm in, you know, it's either new music or a song that I, I know I, I, or I've heard before, but I just don't know what the song is. Yeah. Um, and I'll be like, you know, outside, you know, at a, you know, at a restaurant, whatever. And I'd hear it and I would like Google the lyrics to find out what it was. Right. So um, I think that's super useful. The humming, the humming to the Google app. I think that's kind of useful. I, I thought Shazam was supposed to be already able to do that. Weren't you supposed to be able to sing a song into Shazam? I, and have it. That's right, yeah. It? That's what I thought. Yeah. yeah and so and maybe questionable how well that, that works. Like I, I wouldn't trust myself to be able to hum something and, and <laughs> Google picks it up, but I'll have to give that we, a try. We should do a contest where it's like Aaron hums a song and and then people have to write in to guess uh, what song it is. Um, yeah. All right. So uh, let's that's we'll, we'll take a quick break. Uh, we'll yeah. be back right after this. And we are back with episode 48 of the ETC podcast, your one-stop pod for entertainment technology and cars and all things random. Be sure to email us at podcast.etc at gmail.com. You may even get your email read, read out on the correspondence section. Who knows if there's going to be a correspondence section tonight? Maybe some people are <laughs> eagerly awaiting to have their email read. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Um, but yeah, follow us on Twitter uh, at the ETC podcast. And be sure to check out, check out our website, anchor.fm slash the-etc-podcast. Uh, as you can see, I don't, I don't know what's going on tonight. I don't know why I, I, <laughs> I am not as like, I don't know. I did just do that 10-minute workout on our new walking pad. So maybe maybe that yeah. took it all out of me. That- <laughs> Maybe that's a good I thought that was supposed to knows? stimulate your mind, not not uh... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> exactly. So, with that, I am going to pass the reins over as we do our brand new but not new at all segment. What is on Aaron's <laughs> noggin, but not yes. under his hat? Yes, no hat. The hat me. has come off. Yeah, you, no, that's off. you never know. Every every episode, you know, it's. That's why you should tune in. Don't forget to yeah. check out our YouTube channel. That's why you channel. have to watch the the, vid- the YouTube yes. videos so you can see. Yeah. You know what? There are There is exclusive content on our YouTube channel that is not, not to be found anywhere else, like the ludicrous mode. And there is going to yep. be some exclusive content this week coming out. And and just a little bit of a preview, but I'm not going to say what that is quite yet. So um, what is on Aaron's noggin, but not under his hat? Yes. So, uh, you know, 2020 has been, uh, been quite a, quite a year, I think for a lot of people, um, unusual yep. at least no matter where you are in the world, I think. Um, but you know, I think it's interesting to look at what are the, what are maybe some of the positive things that might kind of come out. Um, 
And uh, this is not a segment on the positive things. Uh, actually, uh, <laughs> if you want to see that, there's actually a really great, um, I don't know if he's still doing it, but um, uh, what's his name? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. What, what's the I, name I've of actually his, never watched uh, any of these. What's the name of that? Like, uh, can you call it a show? Like, uh, uh, yeah, I guess. Is it is it exclusively on YouTube? Like a YouTube series? Or, I don't know. Uh, yeah. But yeah, well, I'm, I, we're obviously butchering what, what this is. <laughs> go watch. I don't, I don't, John, even, I don't yeah. even know what it's called. Is it it's like feel good news or something? Like, uh, yeah, I don't John, know. It's okay. But basically what it is, is um, he only talks about like happy, positive, like news. Um, and okay. I, I think this, this started just this year. Like I think it was a way for him, you know, put out something out there amongst all the, you know, negative news and, yep. and everything. But um, I think it's great. I, I'm not really going to do that. Uh, I just have it, you watched? It, have you actually watched it? I watched a few. Yeah. yeah. Okay, that's good because there's a, definitely a lot of things on this podcast I talk about, and yeah. I'm like da 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 da, and I like never actually even watched this. So yeah, I still have to uh, watch I, that. I, I still have to watch your Phil Collins thing that you uh, that you recommended. Actually, yes, that is also good. Um, but uh, off topic. Um, so uh, one of the things I am personally excited about seeing uh, come out of this year is obviously with everyone or a lot of people at home, uh, whether it's work, uh, you know, um, or, or non-work, a lot of people are spending time at home. And I think uh, this year, there's going to be, I think, a lot of advancements in just, you know, uh, video video communication and, and apps that kind of help with that. And I think you and I have kind of talked, we've talked about this in past yep. episodes in some way, everything from like Two hardware. And, exactly. So this is kind of like maybe continuing in that series, but um, maybe we should maybe we should rename this segment to Aaron talks about video conference. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It could be a whole whole series. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. I just saw something today, which unfortunately in, in typical ETC style, I haven't tried out yet. But <laughs> um, I just saw this today, and it looks incredible. Uh, so it's an app called I think it's you pronounce it uh, Dscript. So basically, you know, script, but D in front of it. Have you have you seen this? Have you? Heard about this? Uh, I have not. No. Okay. This is so, news to me. Um, d- d- I, I saw d- a video. Script. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. D- script. Uh, <laughs> I, I saw. I saw a little like intro video that they have, and it was made by um, a, a company that you and I are both really familiar with, like Sandwich uh, Video. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 Um, who, sorry. Sorry. Uh, they made the video, or they made the app. They made the video. They made the video. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 So again, like if. If you haven't seen, I'm, I'm sure a lot of people have seen a video made by this. Um, I guess what would you call them? You wouldn't call it what, an advertising, like production I, I think company, like a video production firm or yeah. video production company. Yeah, <laughs> but they basically make you know if if you're a, a up and coming uh, software startup um, and you have a new app that you want to get out there and tell people what it's about, they're basically one of the you know premier go to folks to make a really cool engaging funny really polished video um so yeah, i'll share the link F- to that yeah fdk you know they've done like airbnb and slack and yeah. uh in the early days uh, like basically when they first launched like, yeah exactly yeah. exactly you know they're they're an interesting company again fdk they take um equity of small companies if they if they can't pay um but they make these really high yeah. big budget uh videos and they really found their niche with like tech yeah. startups you know so anyways go ahead yeah they're great videos. I'll, I'll share a link to that. But this app, Descript, so um, it does a bunch of things. And again, I haven't tried it out, so I'm really looking forward to just giving it a go. But I'm excited that this thing's already available because yeah, the, the the Nvidia thing, as exciting as that was, like we can't really use it. So I'm, <laughs> I'm very, I'm, I'm, I'm very on the edge of my seat here. Yeah. Well, not literally because I'm definitely hunched down in my seat. But <laughs> I, this better be good, man, because there's a lot of build up here to something that we can try. Uh, no today. promises on that. No promises <laughs> on that. But um, so, so the primary use case, as I, as I understand it, is it's mostly work focused, but it, they also mention actually podcasters and uh, vloggers, um, anyone who's basically creating video content, right? Perfect. And their whole use case is, you know, like you're familiar, right? Like, we actually, with this podcast, we do a pretty good job not having to do too much editing and retakes and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, you know, there's a lot of content that uh, it, maybe it was easier. We would do a little bit of that maybe, right? Like if, if, we, if it didn't take a lot of time, maybe we would edit this down to, to be smoother and things like that. So their whole kind of, I guess, like value proposition here that they're trying to solve for is any sort of recorded content like that. One, it does a really neat thing where it, compl- it like auto transcribes all all your uh, all your voice stuff. 
So cool. you get all your, um, basically like whatever you're saying in the video as text, right? Which is already pretty cool, cool right? It's like, okay, cool, text. Now here's the kind of mind blowing part though. They then take that text and link it up with the video and you can edit the text and it'll edit the video. Oh. So if let's say I stutter and I'm like, I'm like uh, 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 it'll transcribe that and you can select that and cut it out and it'll cut the video as well. Oh, that's interesting. So yeah. it's like editing via like the content, like by the text rather than editing. Yeah. Oh, okay. I could, I could, yeah, that's, that's kind of interesting. Which is, um, uh, you know, again, it's it's faster because, you know, like typically yeah. you have to just kind of like scrub through and, and listen and, and watch. Yeah, right? exactly. You kind of have to find, yeah. you know, yeah, where it is and kind of do the edit point or whatever. And so, yeah, yeah, that's that's pretty interesting. That's, so that yeah. that is like that alone is, I think, pretty neat. But there's a whole bunch of other features that, um, again, I haven't tried it out, but seem pretty mind blowing. So you, not only can you, um, you know, select that text that you want to replace and potentially just cut out. You can also just replace that with a dub or just another video clip. So okay. if, if you say, like, I want to just redo this one section, yeah. right? You just select it, record, re-record whatever you want, and it just drops it in, which, again, is, okay. like, crazy. Because, again, I think, again, if I, you have to be familiar with video editing, I think, and how to, it's typically done to, to understand how uh, potentially time-saving that is. Because typically yeah. what you would have to do is not only do you have to split that part of the video and cut it out you then have to record another one you have to like dump it in and then you have to re-render yeah. the whole thing etc so yeah um those are the, the the things that kind of really stood out to me but apparently there's a whole bunch of other features their whole kind of tagline here is um you know it works like a doc it works like a google doc so okay. not only yeah, is yeah, it yeah. something on your computer but you and i let's say we did this with our podcast right yeah it would actually transcribe and you got, you and i can collaboratively edit that that, that yeah. video basically together we can cut things out redub things um so yeah it's it's like I, I love seeing stuff like this because again like as i think maybe if it weren't for this year you know you wouldn't see software like this potentially coming out yeah, yeah, yeah. it's a type of thing that um it's cool right i think this, this is the type of stuff that i think any sort of uh vlogging video recording stuff we're doing like that's the type of innovation that i think needs to kind of happen I'm curious. I'm curious how successful it will be, though, because I feel like it's one of these things that introduces like a new age workflow, right? To a a very, you know, um, a very uh, I almost want to say like stubborn, stubborn field. You know, it's kind of like mm, you know, yeah. it's like you have all these video editors and all these video producers who kind of are so used to working a certain way. Uh, I, I remember even when Final Cut Ten got when when they, that was introduced. Um, it was it was met with a lot yeah, of like yeah. f- like pushback, right? Because it was like a new way to edit. Yeah. Um, and I'm curious because I'm just trying to think. I'm trying to think of other apps that are kind of like this, not necessarily for video editing, but like yeah. that kind of introduced this kind of new this kind of new almost like I don't want to say gimmicky because it's there's some substance to it, but some new flashy way to do a certain workflow. Yeah. And I feel like. I feel like, unfortunately, like there's the potential that it just it just doesn't get picked up enough, you know. Um, yeah, but I think I think but, the, the 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 smart thing here is, uh, yeah, I really don't think you know for those that are more kind of advanced, uh, you know, video editors and things. I actually don't think this is going to yeah. be picked up by that audience. This is yeah. all about um, you know the, the creators and just the people just starting to come onto YouTube and things like that. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Who 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 have no experience or set workflows. Um, yeah. Another big use use case, I think, is again in, in the workplace. So many people are having to just create videos now for the first time. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. And they didn't do that before. Um, yeah. And you know, they're not professionals, right? So how do you, you know, you everyone is familiar with that really slick kind of vlog style where there's quick cuts and everything's like really yeah. nicely. So I think um, everyone kind of wants that, or a lot of people want that, without having to understand the full video editing workflow. So I think this will be really. Um, beneficial for them, but you're right. I think this all depends on how receptive is that audience, right? Yeah, to, yeah. to picking this up. But I think, yeah, it's definitely not going to be kind of the the experienced folks with uh, established workflows. Going to be those people that they're just trying to create video content. Um, they yeah. haven't done this kind of thing before, and well, uh, yeah. Well, and I, I really want to because I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I embrace these new these new ways of doing things, and I think they're awesome. But I do question the success. But like, but then you do do you like definitely get these these companies, 
who kind of straddle the middle a little bit. They're not so new age that it's a brand new way to do things, but they're not as advanced as advanced as like the kind of the big guys. Like, like yeah. I'm sure you've heard of Camtasia or you've yeah. used Camtasia. Yeah. Like Camtasia was this one of these pieces of software. I was like, man, this is like, I almost don't want to use the fancier editor because this just yeah, makes exactly. it so much easier to do this, yeah. right? And so if they can pull that off, then yeah, I'm very, very yeah. interested. To yeah, see because it. maybe it's not, uh, you know, this is like their V1, right? So it's interesting, yeah. like I think your example there with Camtasia is like, if these things kind of approach it in a fresh way and they have enough of like early success, what yeah. really becomes interesting is like, what is a V3 of this, right? Like, yeah. because then it's, it's, it's like, okay, well, if they have initial success, what is kind of the more kind of... Um, you know, advanced professional version of this look like, which which I yeah, think is really exactly. interesting. Yeah. Exactly. So yeah. Descript. Yeah. Is that do you go Descript.com? Is that I, th- like, I think so. <laughs> yeah. I will post the uh yeah, yeah Descript.com. But uh if anything <laughs> the video wrong. that might be the wrong the video is a, yeah the video is a fun watch. So yeah at the very least uh these are really uh, just fun to watch videos even if you don't care about the uh the app or the, the software. Okay, so yeah, so if the last ten minutes were boring and you don't you don't care, uh, at least I mean, watch sandwich were. videos. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. All right. Okay, it is time for again. I, I gotta I gotta re- I gotta record some kind of jingle or something like that for these. But anyways, it is time for correspondence, and we have some this week. Nice. Yeah, it's always yeah. such a nice surprise because I don't check. I, I think you like you you check. I, I don't I don't check. Yeah, so. yeah, exactly. Well, to be honest, it, it, it's even a it's even a nice surprise for me. I'm always like, oh, someone actually wrote in. So I will start with a text message, um, which isn't text message, not exactly directed to the ETC podcast. <laughs> yeah, but it, I was gonna say we're not giving out our phone numbers. <laughs> <laughs> just just pulling for whatever we can get, but it has to do with ETC material that we covered a little while ago. Uh, so our friend Brody. Uh, message me today because remember how a couple weeks ago uh, I talked about the Animaniacs is being rebooted. Yeah. Um, so Animaniacs is being rebooted. I actually know the network now. It's going to be on Hulu. Uh, is what okay. it's going to be on. So it's going to be on right. Hulu. Um, but he he sent me a link because the 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 date has been announced and there's a trailer for it and, and I actually watched it. Um, so Animaniacs comes out on November twentieth. Um, this is what he writes me. He's like, I really hope it's as clever as the trailer. So I watched the trailer, and um, it looks really good. It looks like awesome. very much like the yeah. original. Um, like the the voice actors, like it is right. It is. It's it's like a lot or most of the the same. Yeah, at least, voice cast. At least yeah. Yak, at least Yakko, Wacko, and Dot and Pinky and Brain. It's awesome. Uh, I don't. They didn't have any other people appearing. Um, and Spielberg's like, still producing or involved in some way. It's still called Steven Spielberg's Animaniacs. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe he just gets royalties now or whatever. <laughs> um, but yeah, the comedy seemed good. It, it, it had that really good feeling. I was like, man, that's yeah. like this, this, this could be really good. So um, yeah, definitely check out the Animaniacs trailer. And thanks to Brody for writing in uh, and giving us a little bit of correspondence. But that's not it. We have more correspondence. Awesome. Can you guess from who? From whom? <laughs> from who? From whom? From whom? I mean, uh, we we have a few super fans, uh, so so likely from from one of them. But I uh, no, I, I won't. Yeah, may, maybe it's a new person. It's from Andrea. No, it's not from a new person. <laughs> our regular <laughs> correspondence contributor. We may as well call her a contributor now to the podcast. Uh, yeah. Andrea. Uh, what I like about Andrea's correspondence is she she labels them with an episode number, so like we can see which one it had to do with. So episode so forty seven. Uh, yes, exactly. So helpful, unlike us. Okay. Hey, guys, as <laughs> always, love your fun fact intro bit. I didn't know that. I actually read this email, and I, I didn't actually catch that the first time. So, uh, yeah, hats off up. to me. Hats <laughs> off to me. Uh, this this uh, this listen, my... Oh, this listen, uh, my musical ears were turning with ideas. That's cool. Uh, this might be more trouble than it's worth. Oh, here we go. <laughs> this might be more trouble than it's worth. Uh, but it would be awesome to show a very short clip of your music intro at the start and then put your cool music intro part at, at the same time you say welcome to the podcast. I guess almost like theme music to when we say that. Uh, I recently discovered a podcast by Gimlet. Yeah. Uh, which you listen Big to, leagues. I think. You, what? Gimlet is a is a, like they they're I guess a podcast producer like they they're a company that 
funds and and has a bunch of podcasts. So, they're the ones who are are like a startup themselves or something like that, or were a startup. They, they were, yeah, yeah. I mean, they're yeah. very meta, but I think their first podcast was basically them starting a podcast company. <laughs> okay. Have you listened yeah. to theirs? Their one called "Surprisingly Awesome." Yeah, I have. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's the one she's saying that we should be more yeah. like. So, I mean, that's a high bar because <laughs> <laughs> they're they're very good podcasts. Like, I, I mean, and and kind of in the style of, I guess. I mean, I don't know what you call what we're trying to do, but like, you know, <laughs> you have maybe two people or some hosts kind of discussing banter, whatever. Um, yeah. But that that's quite a high bar. So, I mean, that's like, th- I mean, thanks, yeah. is, thanks is for putting format, us in the same. <laughs> is their format more banterish, like just kind of talking? Uh, yeah. I mean, it's a little bit more produced. Like there's there's seg- like this kind of like pre-recorded stuff and things right. like that sometimes. But yeah. So I confess uh, it is their intro that inspired this idea. Hmm. Curious how difficult it would be to create that kind of intro. <laughs> I, I don't think it would be that hard to do that. Um, maybe we'll experiment with that. Yeah. Um, I'm a little bit stubborn and like, you know what? We, we've created a, hmm. a certain, we, we cr- like, like people should be mimicking us. People should be like, <laughs> like, like, oh, we should do what ETC does because that's yeah. that's kind of original or whatever. So yeah. our time um, hasn't come yet. Yeah. All jokes aside, Andrea, thanks as always for writing in. We we always appreciate the engagement that you give us. Uh, it lets us know that people are listening. So um, totally. big thanks, yeah. Andrea, for listening and big thanks for writing in. We'll see what we can do about that intro. But that is not it. <laughs> we have a third piece this is the first time today. Like I, I feel like we haven't got three different. Well, okay. We're, to be fair, Brody's wasn't really correspondent. I mean, it was just a text message. No, no, it counts, it counts. Whatever. Let's. <laughs> but I think <laughs> this might be the first time. I don't. Maybe not the first time we've had two. But, uh, anyways, this is the first time we've had an email. An email from Dylan. Oh, okay. So this is new. I mean, uh, I yeah. think he did. He. Uh, uh, I mean, I know Dylan, gonna, but. You're yeah. going to have to help me with his last name, Blanchard or Blanchard? Or? Yeah. Okay. yeah, Blanchard. Yeah, Blanchard. Dylan Blanchard, uh, who I'm assuming is Aaron's. Do I? This is bad. Do I know him? Do I? Like, is, is this I, bad that I'm, I'm trying? I'm I trying to him? think. I, I don't think you've met. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> sorry if you have, but I don't recall. That would be so bad if, if I'm like, I don't know this guy and I've met him like five times or whatever. So. No, no, no. It wouldn't be five times. Definitely. Yeah. Okay. So we got an email from Dylan. This is this is great. New new nice. correspondence. Maybe people really took to heart what we said about like, hey, you gotta you gotta write in, guys. Let us know that you're listening. <laughs> and we still say that, by the way. Okay. Really, really so, excited to hear this. Okay. So um the the subject, and l- l- let me think if you can figure this out just from the subject. The yeah. subject is Aaron's chair. Aaron's chair. Okay. I can kind may yeah, maybe, yes. Okay. Yeah. I, I, I yeah. mean when I read that subject, so this email came in uh yesterday. Uh, and when I got on my phone, I was like, oh, is th- maybe is there something wrong with the chair that you're sitting on during the podcast? Is there some, some or, or is he asking, like, what chair does Aaron use so I can buy it or whatever? But well, hopefully uh, there's, no, there's, the, a, there's a body to this email and not just the subject. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There is more than just the body. Okay. This gets pretty good. Nice. This gets pretty good. Okay. So what, okay. So this is from Dylan Blanchard. Um, I'm not going to give out his email address, but I will say. The domain that he has is pretty awesome. Yeah. Yeah, it I, is. I, I, You know it, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, so Aaron's chair, Dylan Blanche. Okay. Hey, ETC podcast. Short time lurker. First time emailer here. Uh, I was listening to the latest episode. So I'm trying to think what this, what segment this has to do with. I, I, I think there was something last episode that you mentioned or maybe, or maybe two episodes ago. That mm. you were kind of, I think, maybe talking about things to buy because you're kind of indoors. Like, maybe there was the Microsoft Flight Simulator thing we were talking about or something okay. like that. Okay, yeah. There's yeah. probably something around that. But anyways, I was listening to the latest episode and was surprised that Aaron didn't bring up his, 400, his 450 axis gaming chair that he's been researching. <laughs> Here's a crude zero axis chair he was trying out years ago. Proving it's been a long time interest. <laughs> Hoping to learn more. And he attached an image. Um, not sorry, not an image. Or sorry, an image, yes. But yeah. also he attached a video of you in the zero axis chair. 
Um, and we're going <laughs> to post that. Uh, I mean, as long as you're okay with it, we're going to post that in uh, on our YouTube channel. Uh, although it there's not a lot going on in the video, to be honest. Yeah, there there isn't. It's it's. I guess it's technically okay. So what's what's this yeah. all about? What's this all about? I have no idea what's, what what the heck he's talking about. What's 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 a 450 axis chair and what's what's the zero axis <laughs> chair that you're sitting in? So yeah, it's not. I don't think it's 450. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so did I? Yeah, I guess I, I guess I must have mentioned Microsoft Flight Simulator on some previous uh, some previous yeah. episode, right? That that's kind of the uh, the context uh, point. Um, no, so I am uh, exploring ways to keep myself busy this winter because um, you know I'm not going to be traveling. Activities are a little bit limited, right? Right now, I'm going to be at home a lot, um, and something that uh, I've been trying to do for for a few years now. But I feel like this year is like okay, I'm like this is the year to do it. Um, is kind of getting to more, uh, you know, not just gaming but simulators, right? And so. Yeah. You know, Microsoft Flight Sim is not a arcadey game. It's a very serious, like accurate flight simulation game. Um, but you know, I've been also uh, thinking about this for driving games, things like that, like other flying games. Um, so, uh, you know, if if you get a simulator, like the the most basic thing, and and uh, that's what he's calling a zero axis. Uh, it's not. Yeah, <laughs> basically, it it doesn't it doesn't move, right? It doesn't move at it all. Has, it has a chair, and you you have a steering wheel. Like if you're playing a racing game, um, I, have to ima- so- I have to I have to say though, this zero axis version looks pretty intense. Like, is yeah, this, I mean, is, that- this your, is this yours or your friend? Is this Dylan? No, no, no. Or- so yeah, that that was many years ago at uh, at at work. So Dylan and I used to work oh, okay. together, uh, and oh, okay. uh, yeah, I'm sure he has a whole archive of photos of me that I don't know <laughs> from work. Um, but yeah, th- this was uh, this was uh, many years ago at, at work, and it was just they had a um, you know, it's a racing chair with uh, you can put on a VR headset. Yeah, um, you're wearing one. And, yeah. yeah, it's it's like that's the bare minimum to get a good simulation experience, right? Because you know, like um, it, you feel some extent of it being real, realistic because you're in a, a chair, right? Like a racing seat, um, and you have uh, a steering wheel, and you're wearing like a you know a VR headset. So that's that's pretty good. Um, but something that in the last years, and, and uh, again, this is what I'm kind of doing research on, that has become a lot more accessible and cheaper are what they call multi-axes, um, uh, like simulators or, or uh, basically like, you know, uh, simulation rigs. Um, yep. And all that means is there's some amount of movement, right? And so axes yep. just refers to how many axes of movement. So um, zero would be n- n- none. Four hundred and fifty. <laughs> there is no. There is no four hundred and fifty. Um, you hey can move up. This this is Dylan. <laughs> okay, he knows what he's talking yeah. about. <laughs> so you can imagine one axis would be very simple. It would just be like let's say front, forward, and back, right? Yeah. And then two axes, maybe it, it goes side to side too, right? Right. Um, but to get a good kind of realistic simulation of because you imagine the forces when you're actually driving a, a real vehicle, right? Yeah. Like there's, there's forces on your body forward and backwards, um, left and right, but also up and down, right? Yeah. Uh, because you hit a bump, right? Things like that. So, uh, three axes is actually the, the bare minimum that, uh, you need to get all the sensation of like when you're braking, it actually moves. And, um, I can post a video of like, uh, one of these setups. So basically it's a chair mounted on a bunch of like pistons that move. Okay. Uh, and they will actually move like the 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 seat forward, backwards, left, right, um, and so you can get you know uh, a three axes uh, setup. Um, but the more advanced ones, I think the most you get is like six axes, and I don't know what all the axes are, but basically it's not just about movement, you know, front, back, left, right. It also yep. goes up and down. It can also um, like twist, like rotate. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Like um, you know, if you're drifting like a rally car, yep. right? The back will actually go out. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And so you can get these things in your home and assemble them, and you just have them. And um, yeah, and are they're they not kind of pers- are they, they kind of like like not pre-made, but I mean, like they give you everything you need to kind of like yeah. Exactly. Put it together and like yeah, yeah. yeah, and then it's a bit of a you know an, an IKEA process to to assemble it all, but yeah. um, you basically get everything. And they do a really smart thing where they just translate like any game you're playing, they just translate into movement. So yeah, yeah you yeah. don't even need a specific game; it just That's you know cool. translates. Um, so yeah, I mean they're still not cheap, 
but you know these things used to cost five six times as much even just a few years ago um yeah so so you can basically get like a full-on simulation uh set up at home for um about the same price as a computer like it's it's around that that range so nothing not not too crazy um so yeah that's i am doing research on that and that's what he's uh he's referring to but tbd uh, what I decide, that'll be for another a future episode once I uh, get something set up. Well, we very much want to thank Dylan for being our little spy, for dragging things <laughs> out of Aaron that he's not voluntarily mentioning. He should have brought up this 450-axis seat, and we appreciate your email, Dylan. So really, really appreciate that. Okay, we are coming to a close on this episode 48 of the ETC podcast. Before I go, I do want everybody to have a listen to Justin Bieber's new single. It's called Lonely. Uh, he did a performance on SNL. Uh, which was awesome. And I was like, man, this was a really good song. It sounds great. Um, then I looked more into it and listened to the lyrics. I don't Have you heard this song? I have it, no. Yeah, it's, it's lonely. Um, and it's all about basically his childhood stardom and how kind of it was messed up. And how, I mean, it's, it's hmm. I mean, you can read a lot into the lyrics, but it's basically yeah. like, you know, at, being a childhood star, he just felt like crappy and he didn't have yep. real world skills and all this stuff like that. Uh, and the video is great, and the the, the lyrics are great. Um, it's a really short song, actually. Like when he performed on SNL, I was like, "Oh, it's over. That's that's quick." Um, hmm. And again, the, vi- the the video is really cool. It's it's super cool. Um, I feel like Justin Bieber is really making. I mean, I'm, I've always been a obviously not always, but I've been a big Justin Bieber fan for a long time, and I feel like like he, he's doing pretty awesome things. Have you heard a song with Chance the Rapper? I think that one. Holy yeah that. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. I mean, yeah, super talented. Like, you know, um, again, he's, his music has changed a lot, and obviously, like, it, it's kind of crazy, right? Because, you know, um, he's literally a kid when he when yeah. first started. Now he's not, and it's been interesting. But uh, yeah. yeah, I guess uh, I guess we just uh, you know didn't reach out to Justin to get get that song. Oh uh, no! <laughs> yeah. I was like wonder. <laughs> I was wondering why you're smiling. I'm like, what? Like, 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 what's what's the smile there? No, 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 we didn't, we didn't, we didn't reach out to Justin. <laughs> maybe we should, maybe we should. Um, but yeah, definitely check out that song, uh, Lonely by Bieber. Um, but that is it uh, for this wonderful podcast. Uh, <laughs> not just this wonderful episode, <laughs> this wonderful podcast in general. Aaron, do you have anything uh, final to say before I wrap it up? No, that was fun. It's, uh, yeah, uh please write in and, and uh, reveal things I'm not talking about. That's uh... We're only two away. <laughs> We're only two away from episode 50. So uh, definitely, definitely pretty exciting times. Are we going to have to do right, something? Have... Like, is that a, is that like a milestone? We're going to have to do something I'm special. Wondering, I'm wondering if we should do one of our list episodes again. I, I always had fun with those, like our top five yeah. things or whatever. I don't know what we do. I mean, it's, it would be around Halloween. Um, I mean, last time, last, last time we did a Halloween episode, we did like the top five scary things. Okay. Um, yep. You know, so I, I don't know. There might might be a, maybe a list episode. Oh, okay. I want to tease something actually before we do go. I want to tease something that I think we should talk about over the next couple of years, maybe. Um, <laughs> it's a long, long maybe, game here. So, uh, just really quickly, um, a couple of episodes ago, I joked around about the idea of a twenty-four hour episode of the podcast. <laughs> and ever since I mentioned it, I started thinking more and more about it. And I started thinking about how it might be possible, but also how difficult it might be. Like there's there's definitely a lot of logistical issues of like, well, do our, like do, do we have enough hard drive space to record 24 hours of audio and video and and all this stuff? And um, you know, what happens if the recording stops in the middle? Like, how do we do like there's there's a lot to coordinate for a 24-hour uh, episode um Breton suggested maybe we attach it to a fundraiser or something we raise some money for people or something like that um but i want to tease that idea and keep talking about it because i think <laughs> it would be pretty awesome if we attempted someday in the future to yeah. try to do a 24-hour episode of the etc podcast uh anyways um <laughs> all right if you have any questions comments or concerns uh feel free to email us at podcast.etc at gmail.com uh the ETC podcast is currently hosted on Anchor.fm and distributed to all your favorite podcast platforms, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Overcast, and more. Be sure to check out our YouTube channel where you see a lot of exclusive content, but also a video version of what this is, you know? So if you're a hardcore fan, you'll listen to it first, then you'll watch the video version. And sometimes there's even some hidden messages and hidden, like, like there was an episode with a hidden puzzle. 
like two episodes mm. ago. There's a there's a little brain teaser in there. So lots lots of exclusive stuff on our channel. We have at least one or two views on some of those videos. So definitely uh, try to get some more there. Follow us on Twitter at the ETC Podcast, and uh, you know follow in Andrea, Dylan, and Brody's footsteps. Be sure to co- correspond to us. Uh, we love it. It is fun. Um, big thanks to all those people for writing in. Um, but as of now, that is it for episode 48 for this wonderful October 21st, 2020. We hope everybody has a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful Wednesday evening. But if you're listening to this on another day, be sure to enjoy that day of the week as well. <laughs> All right. My name is Casey Lee and sitting across the city from me as always is... Aaron Zdenkar. We'll see you guys later. 450 axes. <laughs>